The Start On Demand Way down among Brazilians Coffee beans grow by the billions So they've got to find those extra cups to fill They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil Oh, Frank Nice You can't get uh, Do you never drink coffee? Or do you ever drink coffee? Never Never, ever? No nope. When's the last time you had a cup? Never Never will Look at that. <laughs> I don't know if that's a high five worthy. You but. nor I have never had a cup of coffee. That is unreal. Some good news for those of you that do drink coffee. Experts convened by the World Health Organization's cancer research arm declared Wednesday that there isn't enough proof to show that the brew is linked to cancer. Well, here's a new jolt to go with your morning coffee. The WHO has flip-flopped its stance on the connection between coffee and cancer. Officials with the World Health Organization announcing this week that coffee could protect against at least two types of cancer. This comes from decades of research, which also found decreased rates of type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and neurological disease. It's a big reversal from 25 years ago when the same group said coffee could actually cause several types of cancer. Experts now say there is not enough evidence to support that. As good as research is, sometimes, you know, they just don't know. They're just throwing darts at the board. I knew he was going to do that. I saw him in the, in the control room behind the glass, Jerry. I could see the panic in his eyes. Are we moving on now? <laughs> yes, we're moving on. I can totally relate to that, Jerry, as I spent many years behind that glass as oh, well. Oh, sorry, Jerry, I should have done this. I'm done there talking you go. There, there you go. <laughs> the point. I'll figure it out after a while. <laughs> uh, so yesterday was National Coffee Day, so we got that news, and uh, now we're having coffee talking about TV shows that you want to come back. Will and Grace back on the air after 11 years. The new show premiered last night on global television. So Shanalee Vidal is here, Kelly Moore is here, Jeff Braun is here, and of course behind the glass, Jerry. First of all, did any of you watch... Will and Grace last night. I know that it's probably late for most of us, but uh, yeah, I, no. J- Greg and I, you you watched it, Greg. Yes, yeah. I, I watched yep. it. Yeah, Twenty two minutes, I'll never get back. <laughs> it wasn't the best uh, episode of television that either Greg or I have seen, but we the reviews that I'm reading indicate that it it, it will actually get better. And I wasn't a fan of Will and Grace. So if you're a fan of the show, I would imagine it'll be more enjoyable to you. But today we're having coffee talking about what TV show do you want to see make a comeback? So, Shanalee, why don't we start with you? What would your show be? Uh, well, it's a really hard one because there were, there were so many great shows that were canceled before before they should have been. Um, but the show I picked for today started in 1997, ended in 2003, ran for seven seasons. And one of my biggest regrets in life is that I didn't watch this show when it originally came out. And I, I got into it much, much later in life because they have a musical episode. And, and every year they show this musical episode at the Park Theatre. So here, oh. yeah, here is my clip. We're proud to say that the class of 99 has the lowest mortality rate of any graduating class in Sunnydale history. That's something to celebrate. It's from all of us. And it has written here, Buffy Summers, class protector. See, and I'm trying not to cry now. This is, this is like the one thing that affects my cold black heart. <laughs> You know, because, you know, Sunnydale was built on a hellmouth. The the high school's built on a hellmouth. It means all Mm -hmm. demons and vampires come up and Buffy, the chosen one, has to slay all these vampires and and protect her fellow students. But, you know, still 
maintain her, you know, her status as GPA and all of that stuff. <laughs> and, you know, there's a there's a there's a lot to take on. And, and it's and I because I when it first came out, I saw maybe the first episode. And I thought, oh, this is stupid. I'm not going to watch it. But, you know, I guess it was it took a while to get in to get to get going. And it's a really deep show. It makes you think. And it's yeah, it's so wonderful. And it actually did kind of continue on in comic books. Season 8, 9, and 10 is in comic book form. Haven't read them yet, but I am looking forward to checking them out. So Buffy the Vampire Slayer for Shanley Vidal. Kelly Moore, what is your selection? Jerry, roll it, please. Do you know how much I make a year? I mean, even if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. Do you know what would happen if I suddenly decided to stop going into work? A business big enough that it could be listed on the NASDAQ goes belly up. Disappears. It ceases to exist without me. No, you clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. Uh, you know, when I think of Brian Cranston from Malcolm in the Middle and, and some of the other shows, and the tremendous performance he put on in Breaking Bad, and the way that Felina, the final episode, uh, ended, yeah, yeah, they're checking his pulse, but you don't really know if Walt died. So Not I'm, convinced until you see him buried until in the I ground. See that, yeah. the flat line, yeah. So, you know, I am really torn between this because I said to Shanna Lee, I said, I don't know. And she says, well, pick a series then that you don't want to see come back. So I, I'm 50-50 on this one. I also I'm curious to see what, how how Jesse's life played out. Yeah, yeah. Like they say that the final episode of Breaking Bad was perhaps one of the best series finales ever. I would agree with that completely. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was perfect. Yeah, Absolutely. So why mess with that? And yet, I have some unresolved. Issues. Leave them wanting more. I, I am the danger. What's your show, uh, Bron? Uh, I'm going to agree with what Greg's going to say in a bit, but the show I did pick was, it's uh, I'm keeping it simple, it's a guy I miss greatly. He was on Welcome Into My House every single day for so many years. It's David Letterman. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Late Show. I want to tell you one thing. Uh, I'll be honest with you. It's beginning to look like I'm not going to get The Tonight Show. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> that from the, the series finale two years ago. Good instincts, Dave. <laughs> but he's doing, isn't he doing some Netflix thing or something? Yeah, he's got some, yeah. he'll be back, so, and every now and then he pops up in an interview, and he's always, he's so funny, and yeah, I just, I just miss the, the day, the, my daily dose of Dave that I yeah. used to crave every day. Behind the Glass, Jerry, what's your show? I picked a show that uh, was canceled way too early. It only went about one season. It's, uh... The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. The bad news is Briscoe's wanted for a murder he didn't commit. Every bounty hunter in five states is going to be gunning for him. The good news is the bounty hunter is Sheena Easton. Welcome to the Wild West, Fox style. I'm sensing some hostility here. An all-new Briscoe County Jr. next Friday at 8, 7 central. Ah, yeah. Was that Bruce? on Fox? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Yes, it was. <laughs> Never heard of it. Oh my god. Uh, Is that Bruce Campbell? Yes, that was Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell played Briscoe County Jr. Was he a detective or something? No, he was he was a he was a bounty hunter in the old west. Oh bounty hunter. Yeah. But Carlton Cuse is one of the creators. Oh, the guy who brought us lost and yeah. so many other great shows. It, it was it was Walker, it was Texas a Ranger. mix. It was a mix of comedy, western, and sci-fi. 
Was Sheena Easton actually in the show? She was in one episode. She was a guest uh, guest appearance. <laughs> I had a huge crush on <laughs> Sheena Easton when I was oh. a kid. <laughs> yeah, the morning train. Okay, great show. Uh, sorry, Jerry. Uh, my show would be 24. Get up! Do it! Put your hands up! Let me see your hands! Let me raise your voice. I will rip your tongue out. Are we clear? Right here, right now, you are going to face justice. You think your need to complain is more important than the lives of the people that are counting on us? Go whine somewhere else! Don't waste my time! Give me a name! I just miss Kiefer Sutherland's intensity, and I would only want it to come back because they already did reboot it earlier this year with 24 Legacy, where they tried to <clears throat> capture the, the formula of the old real-time crime show with new actors, but it didn't work yeah. because yeah. It, 24, when it first started, it was... It was it was pulled in by its gimmick that it was this real time show as they were trying to save the world from terrorists, but it ended up being about Jack Bauer, this char- this great character that Kiefer Sutherland gave so much life to. It was on for eight seasons. They brought it back for a reboot. I'd like to see it come back again properly with <laughs> him. Yeah. yeah, so like yeah. bringing cheers he's pretty, back with he's those pretty good in his, He's pretty good in his new role though as the de facto president, designated survivor. Yeah. Can't have a Canadian as president. <laughs> That doesn't work. It's, against, it's totally against the law. Excuse me, they have Donald Trump. He's he, he born in America. At least he complies with that law. What's uh, your show, Greg? Well, I, I don't like this idea. I thought you were going to go for say. Greg and Dharma. No. Oh. Uh, that was not a bad show, actually. Um, my take is, is sincerely this. Like, all the inside jokes and all the little subtleties of these shows then become the focus when they bring them back. And so that it serves as a huge distraction, like sequels, right? In the movie, mm-hmm. it's like the things that, that weren't the prominent things in the script all of a sudden become the thing that people are looking for, so I don't like that. But if I have to pick one, it's the one that imitates life around here the most. And that's news radio. What was the Constitution of the United States? Uh, document. No, it is an advertisement, an advertisement for liberty. When in the course of human events, I'm telling you, that's right up there with put a tiger in your tank and where's the beef? <laughs> Don't you understand? I'm sorry, I gotta get some air. I think maybe you should apologize. Oh, he's not serious. Hell, if it wasn't for advertising, you know what you two be doing, huh? You two be giving out Sesame Street tote bags during PBS pledge breaks, except except they wouldn't say Sesame Street on them. <laughs> oh, no, they wouldn't say that. That They said that. That would be... Advertising. Advertising! That's right! <laughs> Stephen Root as Jimmy James, the, uh, it, it, like, just crazy uh, station owner. Dave Foley, the station manager. Uh, but you can't do it without Phil Hartman, nope. so let's just let it rest in exactly. peace. And uh, that uh, kind of wraps it up, brings it full circle. I just, I, I think it's a b- bad idea to do these things. Keep your text suggestions coming at 204-780-6868. One of them, for example, somebody wants to see Married with Children come back. So keep those coming in. Three of those. Mackling and McGarry in the morning for Shadow Davis on 680 CJOB. The Start On Demand is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.